Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. Are we going? Are we here? Yeah, we're here, all right. Hey everywhere, but I love it. I have, I have hay in every crevice I can, <laughs> I can believe. But my, my microphone is moving on me. It's, a, it's well, okay. it's it, there's no level area here. We're sitting on bales of hay Isn't in a. Wonderful? In a hayloft in a barn. I mean, there's no level area, but that's okay. I love this. Yeah. This is at my family farm. By the way, it is Life's 3x5s. I'm Liz Wilder. I'm Tim Larson. And we are at the Wilmarth Farm outside of Oregon. I guess the address is Oregon. I really don't know. I suppose I should have asked my cousin. Well, between <laughs> Byron and Oregon, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. And we are up in the Barnes Hayloft, where I used to play as a kid. I did this at my cousin's house, um, at my Uncle Gene's barn, which is totally different than this one. But this barn is, what did Dan say, probably almost 100 years old, and yeah. it is phenomenal. So we are here in the barn, in the hayloft, with Daisy, the cat that just walked by. She went downstairs. Daisy yeah. looks a little gnarly. I yeah. think I think Daisy has had a run-ins with a couple of different things in this barn every so often. She's a barn cat. I know, I know. But sometimes you think it's a great big mouse and it's a raccoon. Oh uh, well, you know, yeah, you never know. That could be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is where Liz and I, unbeknownst to when we've known each other 35 years ago, that this is where we feel the most at home. I know. We right? love the smell. We love the sounds. We love everything about barns. And uh, the chickens have sort of calmed down. Do you know? Chickens that? have calmed down, yeah, and so have the sheep because it's really warm outside, and everybody's hot. But we're waiting for yeah. the breeze. You know, the breeze comes by a little bit. We've got the windows open over here. We've got the big one behind us open. Um, so we, my cousin Sue <laughs> even put the lights on, but we don't need the lights on. No, and it's I, so beautiful. I think this is the very first Life's 3x5s episode that we've ever had to hoist our equipment to the that location. That was cool. <laughs> she put all the stuff in the bucket of the tractor and then hoisted it up to the hayloft, and then we took it off from there. And I'll tell you, the ladder getting up here is not your normal everyday ladder. No, it's a barn. This, is, a barn. <laughs> this is like, okay, you got an extra board, let's put it here. You got an extra, ah, oh, let's put it here. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I'm but used that's, to that, though. That's what makes it really, really yeah. cool. we got chickens below us. We've actually got the sheep below us. I took a couple of pictures of it. We've got the horses out in the back a little bit, and mm -hmm. one of them is out and about being ridden right now. Mm -hmm. um, the cows are in the back 40, which we haven't seen yet, and we'll go back there and see that, too. Border Collies. Border Collies, yep. Wisp and, oh, I forgot the new guy's name. Shoot. I know, and that's the one that wanted the most attention. I we can't know, remember, he's the new one. Can't we'll remember its to, name. We'll have to ask her. I'll have to remember that, too. Oh, hey, well. before we get started, let's do a toast, and I've got a perfect mm. one here, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's this. A farmer is a magician who produces money from the mud. So here's to the farmers. Very nice. Perfect. Very perfect. Nice. Who's that from? It's from Amit Kalantri from The Wealth of Words. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. Good deal. Do you remember Larry Lujak and Tommy Edwards with animal stories that they used to do on WLS? I do, I do. Yeah. It went on forever. They made albums of them. I, I think well, see, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think in my uh, in my collection I have at least five of their albums. The, the cool part about it is, you know, here you are in Chicago, but anybody in the Midwest could contribute and be part of their show if they found some kind of a story about some kind of an animal, doesn't matter if it was, oh, it won this, or oh, got ah. it got stuck here. Didn't matter. As long as Larry could make it funny, you could be part of the WLS morning show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just remember listening to that as a kid. Did and you ever contribute? No, I wasn't that smart. Oh, come on. I'll tell <laughs> no. you what, there's a lot of animal stories that I could have contributed, especially, oh, I've got to tell you one. Okay, so here at the barn, at the farm, which is like i said part of our family and we've had it shoot in my family over 100 years but anyway they had cats you always have cats and kittens all over the place in of the barn always that was yeah. always one of the big things yeah so we my little sister and her husband and family came up from st louis area 
for our family reunion, and we came up to the barn. Of course, all the cats, the kids are all around the cats, and Tyler really, really wanted to take one home. And oh we're like, no. no, you're not taking a cat <laughs> home. You don't need a home. Don't need a cat. Don't need a home. Whatever. Now, uh, mind you, we'd been to the family um, reunion. It's the picnic, which in the back forty, we call it the back forty. Mm-hmm. So you know, you bring your Tupperware full of stuff or your plate full of, you know, it's a potluck type thing. Sure. And um, we'd had some Tupperware and things in the back now I have to tell you this I tell you I preface this because when Tyler was holding the cats he said oh I want this one and and Sue says I don't think they're ready to go home yet because they need to be socialized and he's like oh okay so they went on and we saw different things in the barn and all of a sudden we're like where is Tyler (laughs) I don't know where Tyler well he was in the car he put a kitten in a Tupperware so he could take it home oh man so Kitten was in the Tupperware. We're like, get it out of there. It's I hope he didn't have it. the lid on. Did he burp he it? Oh, lid. my God. You, you know, can't but do it was that. A big, it was a big Tupperware. The kitten's tiny. And, of course, he wasn't in there very long. Because <laughs> we were like, where did Tyler go? But, oh, my God. That he is wanted so to take cute. it home. That is very, very cute. Yeah. Have you ever had a, uh, a parting gift from a uh, from a barn before or from a farm before? I mean, mean, I got I got two eggs this morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, so that was sort of nice. But have you ever had any kind of a parting gift where you go, well, I didn't expect to come home with this. Did you come home with anything material that you maybe still have? Because uh, I still have my grandpa's metal bucket from his Arkansas farm. Oh, wow. He goes, I'm due for a new one. Take that back to Illinois with you. And oh, I still wow. have it. I used it yesterday. Did you really? Yes. And, of course, they're clunky. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah as yeah, opposed yeah. to the plastic buckets. And that's the, that's the coolest. That's part of why you have a metal bucket is because they've Clankin'. got, yeah, well, they got that, the great that sound. That the, the, makes the goats and the sheep and everybody come to you when you hear the, the sound. Oh, yeah. Too, you know? Yeah, that's true. They're classically I, conditioned. They're not, they're not yeah. stupid animals when it comes to food and when you're going to be fed. Hmm. I think the thing that I have, I didn't come here and then get it brought back to me. It came from here. And given to me, mm. but it is a window, one of the original windows. For what building? From let me think about it. I think it's well, they called the playhouse, but it was like the pump house. Or oh, whatever. the pump house, sure, yeah, sure. Here on the farm. Yeah. And I've got that window at my house now. So did they replace them, and then yeah. they just didn't throw them away? They gave them to different. They gave them to the family members. Yeah, whoever oh, wanted wow. when we got them. So how did you use it? I have it on top of my mantle downstairs on the mantle with lettering in it, and I had pictures in it. Okay. So the lettering says, I love you more, because my husband and I always say that. And then I have a picture of he and I in our wedding picture, and then one together. And then I had little strings with X and O. So the, gla- the glass is still the in The glass it. is still in there. Okay. Yeah, so all of this is on the back of it. And then okay. I had pictures of our pets and whatnot, too. Gotcha. You remember when um, we were talking about renovating that barn at the Aldine Golf mm, Course? Mm-hmm, remember that? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we took off a very, very small portion of that barn that just wasn't functional anymore, and they used it more as a fertilizer platform after that. Right. And there was this heavy, oh, my God, it's heavy window that's got the uh, grades in it. You know, it's not just one piece of glass. It's got the grades in it. And The grades being? Separators. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. this one has, too. And, it, yeah. and it's so thick and so heavy. But yeah. it's bowed. It has sort of a... I don't know, like it, like it follows the contour of the roof of the barn. It's sort of like that. Oh. And I, I can't figure out how to use it because it's so stinking huge. Oh, it's wow. gigantic. I still have it. I just cannot figure out a way to do it. So maybe what's that? Uh, uh, Pinterest. At Pinterest, yes. You I was going to say You Etsy. need to go down the rabbit hole of Pinterest <laughs> and find something. I tell you, I get stuck on there. And I'm, Brian will be like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I went down the rabbit hole of Pinterest. I was just, yeah. you just go down, 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 Because down. you say, oh, we could do this. Oh, I, I like oh, this. I could do oh, this. look at that one. And oh, then yeah. it says, follow this person. So then I go down. I'm like, ah, oh, dang. <laughs> Where did I start? Yeah. I don't even know how to get out of here. I felt like Alice in Wonderland then. So could I assign that to somebody to do so I wouldn't have well, to go down the rabbit hole? I want to see your picture first. Oh, you what? Do. Down in the, no. No, not that. No, <laughs> you have hole. to go down the rabbit hole yourself. No. Yeah. I'm not good. I'm not good at that. I'll tell you where I am good. Going down the rabbit hole is the um, uh, YouTube. I will oh, look up. Yeah. I will look up something like Craig Ferguson. Do you remember when he hosted the evening yes. show on CBS? Yes. He. I never got to really see him because you know I'm going to bed earlier than that and getting up, uh, you know, earlier. He's so funny. And at first, Craig I could, Ferguson. Yeah. And at yeah. first, I couldn't really understand his accent. But the more yeah. you listen to him, the more you can. Well, I started listening to him, and of course, 
I think the first or second one that I saw was him and Robin Williams. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Was that a bowl of spaghetti with a blender with its top <laughs> off? Good God. Well, then it says, well, if you like this one, then you're going to like Craig Ferguson with this cast. And so you go, yep. And 30 minutes later, you've seen all these little snippets of Craig Ferguson. Well, I do that with like 1970s air checks. I do that with highlights of baseball games because everybody wants to see the fantastic catch or the fantastic chase down and forget about all the dead space in the baseball game. So they sort of chop it up for you very, very nicely. (laughs) So you can watch a full ball game, a two and a half hour ball game in 20 minutes. Uh, If not less. (laughs) Yes. And then of course they know if you're a Cubs fan, you you might like this. See, that's exactly how Pinterest rabbit hole goes. Okay. You're looking through windows or you're looking for something to do with windows and you see one that you like and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And you're like, oh, here's something. And you click on that. Oh, same. And then it's theoretically one trip to Hobby Lobby and you're good. Well, theoretically. Well, okay. It depends. I know. Because you got to you got to sexy it up. Even if you get an old milk can, sometimes you have to sexy it up a little bit. And Hobby Lobby has all that. They make it sexy. Yeah, they make it all that stuff. Hey, listen, I got a three by five card here. Hmm. It really doesn't pertain to anything that, well, like, you know, none of our topics do anyway. (laughs) They really don't. Yeah. This one says, have you ever seen a UFO? Oh, Lordy. You know, I, boy, here's why I hesitate. Okay. Because I'm not sure. You're not sure if it was a UFO? No, it could have been a shooting star. Oh, okay. I was uh, at a Boy Scout camp, which I think we are going to do an episode there in the next couple of weeks at Canyon Camp. And, you know, when you're that far out, there's no light ambience. There's no light interference. It is black. And I was taking a shower like at midnight after a very, (laughs) very long day and walking from the shower house back to my tent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you see something out of the corner of your eye and Mm -hmm. it catches your attention Mm -hmm. and either it's an animal or it's just something, Mm -hmm. that's what caught my eye. And it did, but here's the reason why I think it sort of fits in that category of UFO is because a shooting star is usually going to go in one direction and in one fell swoop. Correct. Usually. Usually. Okay, this didn't. Oh. Yeah. This didn't. Where did it go? How did it go? Well, it sort of zigzagged. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it was among trees a little bit. You know, there was a, a, a sole pine tree right there by where the flag was. I'll show you when we go out there. I'll show you exactly where I was standing when I saw this thing. Okay. And that's where I think it was a UFO. But yet, I'm not real sure. Oh, Have you? I have. Have you really? I mean, hard clad, you know you? Hard clad, I know. Really? And many other people saw it with me. So, yeah, we know. It was in Hannibal, Missouri. And we were on our way to some church function. And actually, I can tell you, I was on St. Mary's Avenue. If anybody from Hannibal So the group was together. And we were in a car. We were oh, gotcha. Up, we were in a car, and we were yeah. picking up some people. And as we are picking them up, it seemed to be so close, like over the treetops, like not even that far above the treetops. And it was an oval, a disc oval something or other, but it had five turns of it. It went one, two, three, four, five, and then it was gone. And we all, all looked up and went, oh. <gasps> You know, and looked up and saw it. And then when we went to the church function, we were talking about this. And somebody said, oh, my gosh, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see this? And everybody else there saw it, too. So I want to say it was early 70s, mid 70s. Okay. Now, my mom used to come. My mom's mother was uh, born here, you know, raised up here. So she used to come here when she was little, too. And she said, we used to see UFOs all the time out in the back 40, <laughs> in the back pasture, all the time. So oh. I'm like, really, Mom? I mean, how do you know it was a UFO and not, yeah. you know, like a satellite or whatever then, too? Well, just exactly that, because they, just like you, they zigzag, they go away. It's, who knows? Oh, But yeah, I remember my. Mom telling me that, and I kept thinking, oh, that would be really cool if it landed in the back 40, we could see where it was burned, you know, that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, I just think it's so I cool. I don't know, now that you're saying something, something will happen to us I know, tonight. isn't that cool? Anyway. Let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it, and let's manifest it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? Yeah, she looks UFOs. at me. UFOs. She looks at me all wild-eyed, and she goes, isn't that cool? Well, yeah, right up until I you do. get abducted. Well, oh, my God. Get abducted. No, we're, they might oh, want to say, oh, take my. me to your leader, and we'll oh. go, oh, you want the bumbling? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, sure, we got him. We'll give it to you. Which one do you want? Take him. Here are these Don't two dumbasses on. coming back from a barn in Byron along Route 2 along the river. Uh, <laughs> let's pick those and see what they have to say. They oh, have a lot to oh, say. Oh, they're talkers. That's right. <laughs> so then that UFO is going to spit us out about a mile down the road. And then and we won't have any recollection of no. it. No, and we're, found, oh. we're finding ourselves swimming by the Byron nuclear plant <laughs> to try to be able to get back to our car. Oh, you see, fun. if you think that stuff, it will happen. Yeah, but let's think good stuff. Let's think watch it. Let's think, oh, oh, that'll be just fun. All right. Let's let's watch it in the back. 40, let's. So you do believe, you do believe that you can control those events. No, I don't. I just think I'm just like putting it out there in the universe. I okay, know, hey, I know, you. I know, but you say let's talk about it like all we do is see it. We don't necessarily get abducted. So you, Yeah, because I don't want to be abducted. Yeah, <laughs> abducted so i'm not gonna talk about I just, that i just didn't think that you could control it to that point <laughs> it's sort of like if you say you know i want to meet a very high celebrity person in hollywood and i want them to be ready to give me a strawberry sunday oh you that would be cool i know but you can't think it through that far i know but that would be really cool if I it know. happened oh, maybe. oh maybe that would be fun I, wouldn't it i know oh, oh. my god so anyway that's my ufo hey story. speaking of eating Oh, yeah. Oh, did we speak about eating? Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> we did. Do. Strawberry. <laughs> we did. Strawberry, <laughs> strawberry Sunday. If you are in this barn uh -huh. right now and listen, anything. You, listen? you hear him? Oh, the, the sheep, the sheep yeah. are going. Yeah. Because yeah. they heard me say eating. Yeah, that's exactly Um, it. If if you could have anything delivered right now, right here to eat on these bale of hay, what would you like to eat in this barn? In this barn. You know, so it has to go with the aroma of manure. Oh, sure. It does. Strawberries. Okay. Um, I would like blackberries, strawberries. I would like all the fruits and veggies okay. because I know Sue's got a, a little garden over here, too. Uh, she had asparagus growing, but it's gone to seed right now. Mine's corn asparagus. on the cob. You know what? Corn on the cob is a big thing. Corn yeah. on the cob. That's our family That's our family thing, too. I, we and, grow corn. And I, 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 would, I would sort of need a hunk of watermelon. Oh, yeah. Can I just you, had some wonderful you, watermelon Can you do that for me? Night. Can you? Can you oh, do that for me? Yeah. Is it seeds or seedless? This one was seedless. Okay. I like the seeds, though, because I like to spit the seeds. Are you we a have watermelon, watermelon spitting seed contest. We used to have that all the time growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, then, like and then you get them stuck on your arm. You know, you'd line them. <laughs> Didn't you ever do that? No, I never lined them up line it up on You just sort no. of spit them right onto your arm. Just sort of line them up. And then, of course, you give them just a little bit, and they will, they will stick. And then all of a sudden, you have all these seeds all up and down your arm. No, you I don't remember that? We would oh, just take man. a bite of watermelon and spit them. Oh. Yeah. Take a bite. I guess, I guess it depends on where you're from. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. Hey, I've got a barn you know, story. I'm from, I'm from Il, uh, Missouri, and this is a big weekend in Missouri because it is the Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher weekend. <laughs> and they do frog jumping and, and watermelon <laughs> spitting, know. seed spitting. That's what brought it to mind. I know, I know, but it's hilarious that you go, you know, it's a big weekend in Hannibal, Missouri. It's the 4th of July weekend. It's big everywhere. Well, yeah, it's big everywhere. <laughs> but it's a big, okay, it's a big thing for me. <laughs> Mark Twain, Tom Sawyer, Becky Thatcher, that's all a big deal for Hannibal, Missouri. But but it's why I brought that up is because they had a way back when they had a, a watermelon seed spitting contest oh. and they had frog jumping contests. Oh. And all oh. that stuff too. Now now this um this Tom Sawyer and Becky thing, that's sort of a a guy girl couple pageant thing, representation nah. of the city, isn't they're, it? They're they're I won't say they're pageant, but it's... They're ambassadors. Yeah, they're ambassadors of the city, but they do go through like a year-long deal. I mean, and it's kids, I want to say seventh grade, sixth grade, I forgot, seventh or eighth grade. Um, but they have to go through an interview process. They have to learn all about Tom and Becky. They have costumes. They have to dress up as Tom and I Becky. They have to be them. Tom and Becky. Yeah. They have to memorize the quote-unquote engagement scene where Tom actually asked Becky to go with them, you mm -hmm. know, that type of stuff. And, and then they're narrowed down. And I, I, way back when, we had to do an essay to get involved with it first. You know, I think that's how it started. I should ask my, my friend Melissa. She's all about this. Of course, I'm not being it was a judge, so I can't really tell you all about that now. But mm -hmm. anyway, it's fun. But that it was is. a big deal. But I that's saw watermelon that, is what I was thinking of. I saw those that you sent me. And I, I here's the cool part about Things like those, events like those. Yeah. One, there's discipline that I'm sure they learn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They also pull in other people because if they're making up those costumes, now I'm oh, including and Aunt are, Betty. Oh, and, and they're beautiful. Yeah. Yes, yes. They're being handmade. Yes. 
and oh, yeah. and and they've got their tribe and their posse yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going to vote for them yeah. and it, it, so it's more than just a I mean I I don't want to f- say it flippantly but it's more than just a popularity contest. Oh yeah. Anybody, even if you're the first ones to be eliminated, you learn stuff. Oh, of course you do. And of course you do. And, it, and and you are still an ambassador of Hannibal. Yeah, that's because true. you still know everything in, about Hannibal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. And it's high school students, right? Uh, seventh and eighth grade, I think. Oh my, yeah, seriously? So seventh and eighth grade, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Somebody, somebody. I, I just heard. I just heard it's a like, bat. It's like bat, some, bat, some, bat, somebody bat. got goose down there. Bat, bat. Hey, I do have a barn story. Oh, okay. You're familiar with the. Uh, Midway Village Museum Center that we did our podcast at. Yes. They have a separate village where all these different buildings, old churches, old banks, old general stores, they've been brought onto this property and they recreate this town. Yep. There's a out in the back 40 type area mm-hmm. where one of my mom's best friends from high school, Ann Davis, uh, their family donated the barn, so oh, they fun. disassembled the barn. Now imagine what that takes. A they dis- lot. Yeah, they disassembled the barn. They put it on the uh, on some flatbeds and brought it over to the Midway Museum, and they uh, partnered up with the uh, local uh, carpenters union to build it back up and assemble it again. And what they did is they had all these volunteers that would come over and fix meals for the carpenters uh, as if they were dressed in the 1950s and 40s, and they had lye soap that they washed oh their hands God. with, and everything was authentic. Everything. So they were dressed up in oh, old yes. garb. Oh re- yes. Placing Ev- this barn. Everything. Oh, they were wow. making. They were making biscuits on site, and everything was just wow. as as authentic as it could be. Uh, I later went yeah, it in. Was, it was a grill that looked old, but it was actually a gas grill. Yeah. I'm no. Just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. No. Gas grill. Electric. It was electric. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing you because I didn't know. <laughs> so uh, they they probably had 100 volunteers or so. And they asked us, because they were one of our clients, they asked us, you know, we want to be able to give something to the Davis family and to the Carpenters Union mm-hmm. um, as, as sort of a thank you for this. Can you think of an a in- interesting something, not just a, a plaque, a wood plaque? Right, right. And I said, well, based on them taking out these gigantic nails when they disassembled this, yes. can you afford not to have four of them when you reassemble them? She goes, oh, yeah, we could do that. So we embedded them in lucite, these nails, and then put the acetate in there that said, you know, the logo and the time and when they did it and thank you to the union and whatever. Oh, my gosh. So this, this block of clear plastic, this lucite, has, has, a nail in it. has actually one of the nails from the barn in it. How cool is that? Yeah. And I went back in the barn with my camera. When I first got the camera that we're using right, here, right. Uh, I took the tripod and set it up, and I wanted to figure out the settings and everything. Mm-hmm. So I took, because you know, the lighting inside the of the barn. The lights change. Yeah. You know, inside of the barn, like this this lighting is way different than what would be at Aldine. Oh, drastically different. differently than yes. Midway. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went in there, and I just sort of spent the afternoon testing my lighting and using the remote and getting used to my new camera. And I, I love the pictures I took. Oh, exciting. Because it's just, you don't. You don't necessarily, when you go through a barn like that, you don't necessarily stop and look at all the things as slowly as you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get the time and you're by yourself and you're not rushed by anybody else, you take the time and it's so much better. I agree. So anyway, thank you to Ann Davis and their family and the uh, Carpenters Union for uh, donating that barn to uh, Midway Village because it's wonderful. That's it, so cool. That's so cool. It really is wonderful. Well, and thank you to Dan and Sue Wilmarth right now for our barn, uh, which I think is so pleasant. I mean, I could actually sleep in here. I really could. I love it. I think it's great. Of course, I'm, we got the fan on us. And this fan was actually used when my cousin Hannah would show her cows and show oh. sheep too. Oh. Down at the Ogle County Fair yeah. and... Um, uh, Ogle County and Winnebago, those are the two, the big ones. So was she in 
4-H. She was in 4-H then, yeah. Okay. Obviously, she's grown. Hannah, I don't know how old you are. What, mid-20s. I'm not going to say your age, but mid-20s. I'll say your age. I think she's <laughs> 27. I think she's 27. She's, I don't think I think she's, she's an old cousin. Oh, stop. I think she's, she's not. I think she's rickety. She is Because not. she spent so much time in the barn with those cows <laughs> and the fans on them, and that'll wear a person down. I Hannah, think, I'll slap him for I you. Think, no problem. I, th- I think she's probably 23, but she looks 27. Stop that. <laughs> you don't even know her. That's what makes it more special. Yeah, just goofy. You're goofy. You're goofy. Have you ever shown animals? Were you ever in 4-H? No, but my sister was. Um, she showed a West Highland White Terrier as part of the 4-H, and she won a dog. A dog, yeah. Oh. And she showed, uh, or she won Grand Champion. Really? And, yeah, and she was maybe I don't know seven or eighth grade, something like that. Did she have to go run through the circle that? Oh, way? the whole thing. Oh, I love not, that. Not full agility because they basically wanted to know. You know, was the dog well-groomed and right, was right, it healthy right, right, right. and all that stuff? It was not an agility No, thing. no, no. It's like when you run them and you step them and you have to sit up and pose them yeah. and check their teeth and their tail and their legs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. That was quite some time ago. I was um, at, okay, you know, pageants are my thing, right? I did pageants way back when. Well, in, when I was in Kirksville, I was a Dare County Fair Queen runner-up. And so Kathy okay. was the queen, and it was myself and Kathy, and I'm darned if I can remember the other gal's name, but the three of us were considered the queens for the, the fair. Mm. And we got to help judge. We got to help uh, show cattle. And Kathy had a cow, so we were... We had to help her clean the cow up, so we're washing the cow. She brushes it. She's hairspraying the cow. (laughs) I had never seen that before. But hairspraying it, making it look pretty, it's really (laughs) neat. But at one point in time, I got to help show sheep. Well, I didn't know what I was going to do. And when when you get dressed in the morning, you don't know exactly what you're going to do. You just know you're a fair queen, and you're going to be out there and about, right? So I had, and it was hotter than I'll get out. So I had this green terry cloth, and I remember it to this day. Green terry cloth outfit on it was like a like a dress a strapless dress with little but slits it, up the side it, and my things but yeah, it was no terry cloth like, terry a, cloth like, like a, a towel yeah but that you know but back then in the 70s oh, 80s that yeah, was a big thing yeah, you know yeah. you be know. thankful you okay, weren't in yeah. corduroy yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but anyway i remember showing these sheep and i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do well you do this and you do that and i'm like i'm showing the sheep next thing i know it goes right between my legs and i'm like whoa <laughs> there it goes so that was my one experience with showing sheep one time we were at a petting zoo, and there were certain parts of the petting zoo that you actually go in, yes. you know, with your little two and your three-year-olds, and you actually go in and you pet. And then there's other things you just walk by and view the animals. Okay. So here we are going along, and of course, Eric is just a tiny oh little guy. Gosh. He's maybe four years old, something like that. And here come the sheep up to the fence, and of course, he's petting the you know the the front of their head and everything you know and sandy's getting real close there sort of helping him along and everything and i'm videotaping oh and this should have won us a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars and out from behind the little bitty building in the middle of this pen area Uh here came a ram (gasps) full bore i i agree i agree And he ended up hitting that fence and hitting Sandy's shoulder. Thank God he missed Eric and knocked her right on her ass. I mean, maybe five feet away. Yeah, and I'm going. Why didn't we not submit this? Because come you on, you can still do that. You that's know. America's funniest. You video. You can still do that. Yeah, even though you're grown. So that that ram wow. was not friendly at not all. Friendly. And I don't, <laughs> not friendly at and all. And I don't know what enticed it to do that. We were just. What were you wearing? What was she wearing? I something blue. Oh well, I was gonna say red. No, I don't. I don't even know what I colors. Don't, it I don't know. Antagonize them. I know red's for a bull. But I know. I, I don't understand that. Huh? But oh, that's funny. Oh yeah, that was yeah. She was a little, you know, shaken at that point, which I would have been too. You have a ram that just went out, <laughs> knocks down your ass. It's like, come on. Oh, already. I saw the two, the two daddy boy sheep here. What do you call them, rams? You call them rams too? Yeah. Okay, so that saw the two rams here, um, at the farm. But I didn't see horns on them. It's maybe not mating season yet because they're not horny yet. Oh, bum. <laughs> hey, you know what I did one time? We were talking oh, about cameras. Boy. Uh, I'm have to go down I, took, anyway. I took my uh, I took my fancy camera over to the Boone County. See, Fair. he was booing you too. Oh, boo, I know, I know, boo. I know. Bad joke. Bad joke. 
<laughs> oh god, this is gonna be a long afternoon. You know, and what? I haven't even heard the chickens. I think the chickens are sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's you. <laughs> yeah, that's you. yeah you anyway, you're a good chicken. You do a pretty good sounds. I, what other animal sounds I, can you make? <laughs> You actually do very well. I actually do the back end of animals a lot better than I do the front end of animals. Oh, God. <laughs> Most boys do. Just like that. <laughs> I went over to the Boone County Fair one time by myself. Uh-huh. I took my good camera with me, and I decided to take very, very close-ups the side of cows, the feathers of a chicken, Ooh, anything, cool. but very, very close-up. And then I posted them on Facebook and Instagram and asked people, tell me what this is a picture of. And very few people guessed because they don't pay attention to something that close. Yeah. Yeah. Like the black fur of the cow. Yes. All that stuff. The sheep. And of course, you know. shed. Yeah. And of course, people are going, what the hell is he doing? Because everybody else has got sort of a wide back picture and the big barn and all the people. And uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like, no, he's taking a picture of the cow's tail. But it's kind of cool. It is. It you was didn't very- get the tails, cat, the cows under the tail, did you? I did. You did? I did. Oh. I did. You just Why? lifted up the tail and took a picture? No, no, no. I waited for the tail to wag oh. and then I shot the scrotum. <laughs> you know, when we were in Texas, this is no joke. We were in Texas at a trade show. We went to Dallas Alley, which is typically gift shops and then bars and piano bars okay. and stuff like that at night. So we're going through the gift store, gift store and <laughs> we just couldn't figure out what this was. Okay. It had leather pieces hooked onto this thing that would hold it up like a like a flower pot sort of, okay? So it was hold about Hold it up like a flower pot. Yeah, so if you've got something now look what I'm doing here. If you've got something like this, you're going to drill a hole here and put a leather thing and take it up to the hook. And then you draw another one here, and then you take it up to the uh, hook, and you take another one here and take it up to the hook. Okay, so, so like a chair. Yeah, so it holds that little deal. Okay. okay. Couldn't figure out what it was. It was sturdy, you know. It had hardened, whatever it was, mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And it was hairy on the bottom of it. And it was a bull scrotum. I know. I know. <laughs> I think I think Liz fell right off of her right bale of hay. Off the bale of hay. <laughs> Seriously? All I have to do is mention bull scrotum and you're down. I'm down for the count, that's for sure. But wow. that's what they did. That's what they did. They made flower pots out of bull scrotums. Oh, ick. Oh, it was so weird. And ick. you know, I mean, granted, a lot of times you end up buying these things for people that, you know, it's a gag gift and they can't figure out what it is. It's like part of it. Surprise, surprise. How am I gonna yeah. get how am I gonna get this home? And if they check Yes. And if they check my luggage, how yeah. am I gonna ex- explain uh, that? Excuse me, sir. That's just a bull scrotum <laughs> flower pot. Yeah, sure. You're it like, is. what? Yeah. Yeah. Sure explain it is. Explain it again to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god, there's no way. There's no way. Can you explain it to me and not make it sound <laughs> dirty? <laughs> Can you do that? No, I can't really. Uh-uh, actually, because uh-uh, it is. Uh-uh. Hey, we do have a couple of shout-outs. Oh, good. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, this one is Benjamin in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Hey, Benjamin, do you know yeah. where Hot Springs Village is? Because I might be seeing you down there. Uh, you know what? And I don't know that Benjamin actually listens to our podcast oh. while he's in a bathtub of Hot Springs. Oh, but that's, stop. Hot well, Springs, it's, Arkansas. it's not beyond possibilities. I'm you just never saying. know. Rita in Butte, Montana. Nicole in Sacramento, California. Oh, wow. And Beverly in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, ooh, Santa Fe. That's one place I want to go. It's Santa Fe, isn't that the place that has all the, or is that Albuquerque? One of the places that has the hot air balloons? Albuquerque. Albuquerque. We've Sorry, been, wrong place. We've been to that oh, in 1992. So cool. it's, it's unbelievable. Oh, they wow. They have an illuminary night, so all of the balloons, um, they, they don't fly. They just uh, they just put the propane up into them, the fire flame. So they're up all in on the ground. Yeah, and oh. they're and they're lit. They're lit up, so oh. they look like all these light bulbs, you know, oh, of, of all the colors and everything. And then they also have what they call a special shapes rodeo. So you've got anything that is non hot, standard hot air balloon shaped. Okay. You know, one was a parrot, and the other one was a oh, you know can fun. of something and you know you got the pink panther and you know you got all that stuff yeah so they have the special shapes rodeo going on but they have an incredible organization to everything that they do because there's so many people and so many hot air balloons they have zebras they call them zebras and these are the guys and girls that are responsible for 
dictating the traffic flow of these hot air balloons. Oh, wow. So they have to take off in certain uh, order because right. they don't want to get in get in any way anybody in else's way yes exactly yeah, okay and it's phenomenal to wow. see how they do that well that's on my bucket list albuquerque and santa fe is on my bucket list too santa fe is very artsy fartsy is it oh they they have a lot of art galleries and stuff like that yeah i i really want to go to santa fe before because of that i just known well, about it i've never a, been there my girlfriend has a, a house there too she did they just bought a second home and it's there in Santa Fe, and I'm like, oh, I want to go there. That's so, kind of cool. So can you can you call her like you did your cousins? <laughs> you know, because all you hey, did, Patty. all yeah. you all you did to get us in this barn was call up Sue and Dan. So why can't you call up those people? Because they're family. I can call them anytime. That's they're what, family. No, that's what I'm saying. But your other people are family too, aren't Pretty they? Pretty much. Well, then call them up. Let's go. Come on. Pretty much. Stop dilly dallying. All right. Okay. Oh, that means a road trip. Ooh, we've not done. Well, we've only done a road trip down to. The park. Uh, Starved Rock. Starved Rock, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We're going we're to do other ones. So hey, where's I, the best place you've traveled to then? It's talking about road trips. Actually, on a road trip? Yeah. Not not flying anywhere, but actually, no, actually on a road, on a road trip. trip. Yeah. Uh, it would have to be Cooperstown, oh, uh, yeah, New York yeah, yeah, for the yeah, Hall yeah, of Fame. Right. Because it took me nine days, and I stopped all along the way in Toledo, Cleveland, Niagara Falls, Rochester, Syracuse. And I did you hit something. All that yeah, I see. What yeah, I, I did. What I did something in every town. That's so cool. Oh, it was fantastic. I would do that again, but like for a different reason. Like if I went like West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolinas, and then looped back up through Louisville, uh -huh. I would have to make another loop. But I would do something like that in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, yeah. I have a question for you. All right. Okay. So you kind of grew up in a farm area also, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a specific memory or anything that comes up to you every time you pull into the farm or every time you go back to the farm? Um, well, a couple of things. And I told Sue, your cousin, this, um, my horse, Princess. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you know, smells bring back a yep. lot yep. of memories. And Princess was the horse that we had when... I grew up. That was not the horse because she wasn't big enough and strong enough. That was not the horse that we brought in behind, that we pulled the toboggans right. in the winter. Right. Those were our neighbor's horses. But Prince's was just a sweet, sweet horse. What kind was she? What color was she? Uh, black and brown and tan. Okay. Um, my grandpa, that was my parting gift when we went to my grandpa's. <gasps> really? Yeah, we went to my grandpa's ranch in uh, Mountain Home, Arkansas, because he says, you know... Uh, these kids, these kids need a big animal because we already had the cats and the right, dogs right, and stuff right. like that and gerbils and all the. You other had the little, the little ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's manageable. We're kids. Yeah. But oh, no, they they need a they need a big they need a big animal of some sort. So uh, do we do a pig or do we do a goat or do we do a horse? It's pick what you want. Oh my gosh. So we had Princess and we had her for a long time. And how uh, how long? Because my uh, girlfriend had a, a horse for 30 years. No, no. This, no, this is like 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is like 10. And then you gave her away? Uh, yeah, I, I think we did because um, uh, mom and dad got divorced. And, you know, uh, that yeah. was a lot for mom, not yeah. only financially. Yep. But, you know, here we're just like Kids. seven years old. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much we could do. Um, but, boy, I can remember my mom always saying that out of all the horses that my mom ever had, because she grew up on farms, too, that Princess was the only one that if she ever got out, all my mom had to do was go on the front porch and call her name, and she would come back out of that cornfield and go right up to the porch. Oh. Now, come on. That's cool. That's, that's pretty rare. We do have a lot of pictures of us and Princess, uh -huh. so we've got all those kinds of memories. And, um, man, when my grandpa and my dad built a barn for that horse, and then it was time to tear it down and we built that other big shed Aww. uh the guy that brought in the uh backhoe and right, all right. that stuff he could hardly tear the barn down it's hard it was, no no physically he oh could, physically he, oh yeah. i thought emotionally no okay. no no he had no connection but he could hardly b tear it down with the big machinery because it was built so solid that's cool isn't that something that's really cool kind of yeah. reminds me of like this barn itself i don't know if you you remember the story they just told us that it took Hey, Sue, come here. <laughs> come here. Oh, I'm so glad you showed up at the perfect time. Squirrel. Because, well, but she's here. <laughs> Grab a hay bale. Come sit down. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to move this microphone. 
Oh, so I was just starting to say this barn was actually blown away oh. a little bit off its off its it foundation or whatever. Hang on. 10 degrees to the east. 10 degrees to the east from uh, we had a wind just come up out of nowhere and just slammed into it. I looked around and called the local guy and he shot us a uh, an estimate and then I looked around a little more for specifically barn renovator and there was one up in Beaver Dam Wisconsin who does this for a living and he had a website with a lot of before and afters of way worse than this and so they came down and the first day they winched it back to where it needed to be and then the second day they put all the reinforcements up and then they were fine. But winching it, meaning they had to they move, had they had to physically move it? They attached cables. Um, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm guessing to this east end, because it had shifted to the east end, they attached the cables on either side at the corners and just pulled it back to the west. So. Yeah, well, you guys, we're going to show pictures, and it's on our website, lifes3by5s.com. We're going to show pictures of the barn, and you'll see how big it is. And how crazy that was. Dan was trying to get kids downstairs. It came up out of nowhere. Um, I can't remember if there was a tornado siren or not. I was out in a skid loader and thought, well, maybe I should try and get in. So I came in downstairs below where we have a concrete wall, but I could hear the whole thing creaking and groaning. And I thought, well, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> so, and then as quick as it blew up, it just blew over. I got a story and a gift tied to you guys. Oh, okay. Do you see this book? Oh, look at that. I it's called Barnes of Illinois, Photographs by Larry Canfer. Canfer, yeah. Canfer. He's a photo uh, photographer down in Champaign, Illinois. And they found us when we renovated the barn at Aldine Golf Course. The University of Illinois has commissioned him to do coffee table books forever. And it's usually prairies and very pretty clouds and stuff like that. Well, they said, we've got 102 counties in Illinois. Wouldn't it be cool? To get 102 barns and the stories behind them. Are they, we in it? Uh, are we, we in we it? We are in it. <laughs> we we, in, we, we are in, in it. You? So do you have a mouse in your pocket? We as in Sue and I, no, Sue's barn? No, 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 no. So oh. I need to go. I need That'd to, be cool. Oh, That'd of be course, cool. I'm not a magician. <laughs> well, I just thought maybe, you know, you're showing us the barn book. Maybe we were in the barn. Hey, there's a barn that looks pretty much similar to it. That oh, is that is our spread it. of the barn that we renovated at Aldine Golf oh, Course. That looks almost like this barn. Yeah, and it's of course this is right. this is before it was That's done, before. and oh. you know this is what the golfers see when they you know look and they aim towards the barn in order to hit hole number six, and this stone bridge right here, Norse Aldine's mother gifted that bridge to him when they sold it as a dairy farm and made it the golf course. Oh, cool. Okay, so the reason I brought this out is I'm giving this to you, Liz. Yep. You are? Yep. <laughs> and you see this round barn on the on the cover. Uh-huh. Where is this one? So, I don't know. This is on the inside. <laughs> but it was maybe two months after Larry had taken that picture, and the guy called, and he picked up the phone, and he told Larry, we lost her. <gasps> we lost her. Last night, it was not a tornado, but enough. It was like those mini, those yes. little mini things that oh. those winds. Like a microburst yes, type thing. Yes, microburst, that, yes. And completely flattened the barn. Oh, no. So the minute that you're sad about that, you're also extremely happy that he got all these yeah. images yes. a couple of months before yes. it happened. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that go, you know, we've been meaning to do this, and they never go out and do it. Right. Okay, so I'm going to plug my cousin Sue because she's such a good photographer. Go on Instagram on the Wilmarth Farm and Wilmarth L W L. I can't even spell W I L M A R T H Wilmarth Farm on Instagram. You'll see some great pictures that Sue has taken, and also on. Are you on Facebook that way too? Facebook Wilmarth Farm on Facebook, and there will be some photos on there also. So. Instagram's a little more fun with the yeah. photos. I just mm -hmm. love it. They're so cool. Mm -hmm. They're so, so cool. So, so cool. That's where technology is fantastic. Because yeah. th think of all the people that would never get to see your photograph. I know, right? Right. Ever. We were. We had the family out, yep. um, what, two weeks ago now? Yep, it was. 102nd. Yeah, 102nd in a row consecutive. We're, whoop, whoop, I'm wearing my shirt today. Did you get pictures of that, Tim? I didn't understand what that meant. Oh, this is my family reunion shirt. Yes. Well, okay. So let me tell you real quick. Everybody from, okay, I have to figure out how that works. Is it all from Grandma Rose? Yes. Okay, so it was all, and the berries. So we had to figure out 
families were in different color shirts together. So my mom, oh. because my mom was a gun. Your mom granddaughter. was a gun? Yeah, my mom was a gun. She's a, <laughs> my she's mom a, was a cannon one time. <laughs> that was a rough childhood I had. <laughs> it really was. But I know. <laughs> anyway, we were, all, we were all in different color shirts, and I happened to wear my shirt today. The comment was made after I told them what we do normally for chores in a day. They're like, well, you don't have time to go anywhere. And I'm like, I go everywhere. I go over to Ireland. I'm in Canada. I'm in the Dakotas. And I just follow like-minded people. Um, Some are bigger farms than us. Some are smaller farms. But you can glean something from everybody. Wow. And for me, it's just Instagram is just quick and easy and that you can get as not involved in a conversation as you want because it's mainly the photos. So it's, it was great. It was great to show them the work that goes into just the chickens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about the chickens. We've got so many cool things. We did talk about the did eggs Did you move the got. chickens yet? I have not moved them. We'll move them this evening. Okay. We'll move them a little before dark and then we'll feed them one more time. We move. We like to move what are called the chicken tractors. We let them eat and forage for a while, and then we'll feed them the supplemental grain. That's my rules with Liz, too. What? I let her forage for a while. <laughs> then he has then to I, feed me right like crabby. And then I move her at sunset, <laughs> and then I leave. <laughs> he's like, okay, you're done, go. Yeah, I'm done. Before dark, yeah, he's done. Yeah, we were talking about Instagram and all that stuff, how you have to go down the rabbit hole after a while. Yeah, oh, I get yeah. it way down in Hey, there. I've got a three-by-five that either both or one of you can participate in this. Okay, you ready? we're ready. This comes from Elliot. Oh, okay. In Portland, Oregon. Oh. Okay. What is your weakness? Dark chocolate. <gasps> so you do know what weakness means. <laughs> oh, this is not about lifting something. This oh. is about what you can't resist. She cannot resist that. Yeah. Ooh, I have a lot of weaknesses. Do I you guess, really? Now, now you, that I think about it that way. You don't look yep. like you do. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Lobster. Okay. All and right. chips. Like chips and salsa? Really? Oh, like God, a tortilla could, chip? A tortilla chip. I could eat that all damn day. You don't get any kind of like weird flavor, texture things? It's like your basic tortilla chip? Well, I don't know. I like tortilla chips. I've had... Uh, are there different kinds? I mean, I just... I don't know. <laughs> yes. I just eat them. The blue... The uh, or the sweet potato chips? Yeah. I've had the sweet potato chips. I've had the blue. I've had the red. I've had the white. I've had the beets. Beet chips. I like so all that stuff. So you guys automatically went to food. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Yes. Isn't that interesting? We're women, of course. It could be, <laughs> What's for some your people, weakness, well, Tim? For some people, it could be gambling. Oh. It could be. It could be golf. No, I didn't think about that. It could be sports. That. No. It could, it could be um, video games. No, you can just tell Elliot that our weakness is food related. What's yours, though, Tim? Weeds. Weeds. Yeah. You have a weakness for weeds or for weed? Against, no. Oh, Oh, please. No, I I literally cannot pass up pulling a weed. Okay, well. And that's a sickness. Welcome to my yard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm right with you because yesterday I went out to, oh gosh. Okay, a tip of the day for every woman out there. Do not go and water the yard and then pull weeds when you're wearing a dress and a thong. Well, why would you do that? Because I just got sidetracked. I squirreled. Oh, my I went God. Out. I was just going to go out for a little bit to go let Katie out. Just let her go out, hang out, you know, no big deal. And then I was going to go and go through my day, and I was all dressed up ready for that. Well, then I happened to see, oh, the hose is there. I really should water that. Ho- I should just water this just real quick while she's going potty. While she's going potty, I did that. And then I thought, oh, no, look at that. There's some weeds there. Oh, that's right around my new plant that I just planted. i got to pull those suckers up. And, you know, one thing took off, and I was in a dress. Did you have to be anywhere? Well, I took a shower and changed and went somewhere oh, in the afternoon. But I was like, gummit, I hadn't planned on doing that. I was so all dressed see, up. So see, you have a weakness for weeds. <sighs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I have a weakness for trash, too. I can, you do. Okay, I, I can vouch for that one. I do. I can't help you it. You do. I do. You pick up all kinds of stuff. I know. I, it, uh, yes. Okay, you know, I, okay. But it's a, is it's a weakness a, like a pet peeve? No, I think a pet peeve is different. <laughs> okay. I think a pet peeve is different. Now that you've opened up <laughs> that can no, of worms. No, you opened it all up. No, what is the pet peeve? Somebody oh, oh, throwing. Oh, oh, oh. You know it. Well, well, yeah, if they throw trash out, that's true. But here's another pet peeve that I have. Now, let me test you on this before I tell you what the pet peeve is. Mm. Oh, God. If I, send you, if I send you a text, oh, yes, I how would I want you to respond to me? If I send Immediately. You, 
No, no, no. Not oh. time-wise. How? How, how, how? In a text. Thank you. If I sent you an email, how do you think you should respond to In me? In an email. In an email. If I send you a voicemail, you should what? Call me back. And send you a voicemail. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But if you're on the phone, I'm sending you a text. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the pet peeve I have. Okay, what? If I have <clears throat> called you. Now, this is not you, because right, you right, and right. I you and I are very, very good at what we go back and forth on. Right. But if I call you and I say that I have something to talk to you about, and then I get a text back from that person, and they say, what's up? Oh, my God. You know, I've done that to you once, I mean, once or twice probably, when you called, but I've not listened to the voicemail because I was either busy and I just saw that you called. I'm like, what's well, up, Tim? Well, you sometimes know? those voicemails take a while to get to you, depending on the service. Oh. If my cell phone service doesn't like your cell phone service or wherever you are, yeah. you may see that I call, but you haven't gotten the voicemail yet, so you don't know to listen to it. True, that's uh, so true. So I got that going on. That's true. But when somebody, I, I have to talk to you about something, it will only take three minutes. Well, if you text me back, it will take three days of back and forth. Yeah. That's my pet peeve. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, mine's much simpler than that. My pet peeve is people throwing cigarettes out the window. I just want to report them, and I think I've mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I won't go you off have. on that tangent. You, you I'm going to stop right now before I go down that hole. <laughs> going to stop. Going to stop. To look at Liz right now, you would think that she's very, very restrained <laughs> in what, but she's grinding. She can't stand not going down that rabbit hole. She can't stand it. So I think by the time we get all oh, packed up. motorcycles. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a great route for motorcycles, Yeah, too. I thought that was the sheep with a gastric ah! problem. No, that was downstairs. I earlier. think if we no, get back in the car it? and we head back towards the cemetery and we head back towards town, then you're going to get all kinds of angst on me on cigarettes and cigarette butts and no, stuff like that. No, because you don't smoke and I don't smoke. I'm not going to worry about it. All We're right, done. Right. I'm done with that. Okay. Baby. All right. Speaking of done, I hate to say it. But, of course, I might have spilled half my drink anyway because I was in an uneven Is your, setting. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of things we have lost in the cracks I of know. these hay bales. Oh, yeah. I know. I did. I almost lost my glasses, my, my cheater glasses, my, what, one buck cheater glasses. But, darn it, I like them. I, I tend to leave those everywhere, don't I? Uh, you sort of do. <laughs> I do. You sort of do. One time you picked up some Blues Brothers glasses that I had. And I go, no, those, that's those not for those. Yeah. No, that's not for those. Well, are they 3D glasses? No, they're not through. And then I threw an apple at her. I go, how was that? Was that 3D? Did that work? No, it didn't work at all. <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. I love this place. Okay, so I just, you know what? This is nap time. This is, this is time where you would come up here in the barn because it's a beautiful breeze. Yes. It's sunny. It's warm. There's hay. You just come up here and curl up like that cat did earlier. I could get away with that. I could too. I really, if Sue did not come up and bother us, we could do this for the next half hour. She's gone now. <gasps> Let's just shut it off and take a nap. Okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> this is Life's 3 by 5s and we've been at the Wilmarth Barn outside of Oregon, Illinois. I'm Liz Wilder. And I'm Tim Larson. We'll see you on the next Bale of Hay. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.